Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Does your insurance agent treat you like family? Insurance Corporation is programmed to build interpersonal relationships with members of family units. We communicate on a four-name basis with all customer numbers. Only a human who knows you can create a plan that's right for you. That's why for more than 80 years, Farm Bureau Financial Services has built relationships first and plans second. It's your future. Let's protect it. Talk to a Farm Bureau agent today or visit fbfs.com protect. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. 
This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Clock. It's the fight in. It's the fight in. Uh, it's episode 61, season 8 of the Fighting Cop Podcast. Today I'm joined by Buddy Hello, and David Alfie Ward. Hi, how you doing? How's everyone going? Good, man. I'm, good. On a, I'm on a pod and we didn't lose. Oh, <laughs> right. is that you got a bad track record? I've had a bad track record. Uh, we didn't lose. We beat Palace in the first game. Yep. Uh, and if anyone wants to know about the experiences that we had there, we released a Diary of Home podcast, which is essentially I, I took my mic with me to... Um, to, to the game and, and, and talk through it all and it's been a good nice reaction to it it's been good it's sounded a bit emotional at the beginning of it I was a little bit down weird because I was I can't, like I said in, on it I was like we, what we do, tend to do is go over to Crouch End to meet my brother have something to eat and that and I didn't get to I, I was on my own I was on my own so it, it was a bit odd and melancholic but as soon as I had a beer I was fine I was over it I was like, fuck my brothers for not going. I don't care. It's their problem. I think it was always going to be quite difficult for the stadium because we've been waiting so long and everybody has their own expectations and their own feelings towards it. That I, I think a lot of people's opinions have been swayed by personal experiences of, of what happened on the day and how things aren't quite right. But on the whole, I think it's an amazing stadium and I'm really positive, positive about it. Your, your first game's tomorrow. tomorrow. How are you feeling yeah. about it, Dave? Um, I do, again, I don't, I don't know. I'm excited. Obviously, really excited. Did you go um, to the end of your test event? No, because so this I, is it. I, I was going to go to the unders game, but mm. uh, something came up and I couldn't go. Um, and I was I was working for the Legends game, so this is my first. Yeah. So I'm like excited. Like I think it's going to be a good one to be your first game to hear the Champions League music massive, and massive. A European night under the lights, Tottenham all in white. Yeah. You know yeah. That, that kind of. Um, so I'm excited, but also a bit nervous in a way. I don't know why I'm nervous. No, I was the same. I was exactly the same. I can't, it's hard to describe. It's like. I don't know, it's like you've bought a house, but you, you don't know what... You, and you've paid into the building of that house, but you've had no role in what it looks like or what it feels like or how much it costs. And now, you, you know, you're going to see what the finished product is. But all your mates have been around the house and they kept saying, your house is lovely. It's that kind of feeling. So you're just like a little bit apprehensive. You're not sure you're going to get there and it's going to feel at home. Is it my yeah. take? Is it yeah, your mate's going to like it, but you're <laughs> the one that's got to live there. There's like a leverette sofa in the yeah. front room. You're going, like, I don't know. Yeah. Would you have a leather sofa? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have a leather or a leverette sofa. I hate them. Leather just—it just sticks to your skin. You can it's never be. To sleep yeah. On, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying because you're like a vegetarian. No, I wouldn't ethically. I probably Ethic- wouldn't. I don't no. wear leather shoes or anything like that. No, no. no so, but but more more more. I probably get over that. Like I get like I get to the point of thinking, fuck animals. If not literally, but if if you if if I found a, a nice sofa. <laughs> I, I like the smell of fresh leather. I'm not going to lie. Does that make me a bad person? No, no. no. I mean, it's like you might like. I mean, there's all kinds of things that smell unethical that people might like. Uh, That's like, true. Um, <laughs> I petrol. Yeah. I like pe- I like the smell of petrol. <laughs> yes, yeah, man. I'll sniff some petrol. I've never done cocaine, but I'll sniff up some petrol. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, that's one thing I can't stand the smell of petrol going to petrol stations. Anyway, a big thing on Twitter uh, happens every year. Yeah, always causes controversy. And uh, Dave, you've never heard of it. No. So, do, do you want to explain what it is, buddy? For, right. for people that aren't on Twitter who listen to the pod and for Dave, it's um, Yedet Factor that pops up, <laughs> pops up every year. And basically, they take all the the female Spurs supporters and then make a World Cup, of make them. a World Cup, and you vote for them not just on looks but also on attitude towards Spurs and oh my god, social media presence and that kind of stuff. So and it, it 
Every year it happens, every year it causes chaos, but everyone <laughs> complains about it. People still voting, though. Still getting thousands of votes. But it's like an, an anonymous source is, is creating this. We don't know. I know. So when it was created, it was almost like a tongue-in-cheek thing. Yeah. Like, look at... I don't know. It was, it was a way to... I, I think there was not, not the nicest... Um, feeling behind it when it was created it was like let's laugh at Spurs fans that are female I think mm, I, I, I might I might I might be wrong but even just judging them and everybody's just judging them on their looks and, and, and that's not ethical either anyway I, I've got I know some people on Twitter who I think has it have that has it in them to, <laughs> to do this every year meticulously they're good at spreadsheets uh, maybe yeah well they need to be aren't they? yeah. there's I so much it. order to it as well yeah. <laughs> there's so much thoughts gone into it I'd love it to be windy because if you've ever seen Wendy he looks like he wouldn't do anything like that he wouldn't say boo to a goose but then he's like this online persona just like it's creating mayhem (laughs) so it's kind of now it's uh, there's some unsavoury business people arguing with each other but it kicked back it kicked back into effect because the last year's winner got stripped of her title for for, for, for a bad tweet for a bad bad, a bad tweet a bad tweet what uh, what, what I think it was aimed at Salah she wrote a tweet. Oh, about, the girl about ch- ch- chucking a bacon sandwich at him. Yeah, that was the one. Is she uh, now going around a bit like Tyson Fury calling herself the lineal champion? <laughs> <laughs> the lineal unit champion. Yeah. She might have been stripped, but no one's beat her. <laughs> That's incredible. Uh, I um, uh, Yeah, look, uh, there's not a lot great about the whole thing, really. But it does happen every year, and it boils a lot of piss, and people... Yeah. You know, it, it used to be one of the things where uh, rival fans go and look how embarrassing it is. Now it's like there's people that are in on the joke or in on it and everyone else is sort of on the outside. Uh, I, I'd rather it didn't exist, but, but you know, the tw- Twitter will be what, what it will be. Um, yeah, so Palace, let's talk about that. Yeah. Because um, we haven't since it happened. Uh, did, did we? No, we didn't. What... Uh, what how relieved were you, or wasn't it a relief? Was it, did you feel like it was always coming? And I, I thought we would win because we're a better team than they are, and we've been on a bad run. And I think the, there was parts of the Liverpool performance which gave me hope that it would turn around. Yeah. But obviously, the longer it stays at nil nil, the more nervy you, you do kind of get, and the more you start to panic. And I think the tension around the stadium, you could really feel it after we hadn't scored after 15 minutes. And everybody had that in the back of their mind that, fuck, the papers and um, the, the press yeah. is all going to be Spurs bottled. Did, did you go? Yeah, I was there. I didn't really feel that much tension. I, I felt quite relaxed about it. I thought we completely done them in the first half, just didn't get that goal. Um, I just thought the way we were attacking, everybody seemed either unwilling to step up and take responsibility for the, the chances they were creating or they were just trying to force it to Kane too much. There was one where Rose was thrown goal and he should have just hit it and he tried to square it. There was a couple of occasions where Ericsson, if he just thought a bit quicker, could have flicked it in. Mm. And I just thought we were panicking. <clears throat> Did you see the video of um, Son and Ericsson coming off the pitch and Son's got his arm around Ericsson's shoulders and apparently he's hit Son in, in broken English. I mean, in, in, in his version... Not his version of English, obviously, he's just speaking English. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, he, son just says to him, sign contract. Uh, oh, really? Question mark, yeah. And and Ericsson apparently says, yes, yes, yes. Something like, a long, uh, I will, I hope. 
It's, it'd be a weird. It was weird. What like, is this? I didn't see this. No, have you not? It's, it was, there was an article. T posted the article, and there's video footage. And if you turn okay. it up, you can hear him talking. Are like you it. sure? Because I I saw that on Twitter. Yeah. And I saw somebody write the quotations. Yeah, what did they say? And I thought, no, no, it was just like you know, it was saying someone was saying sign the contract. Yeah. But I thought it was just that particular user saying this is what I hope Sun was saying right no, so I didn't really click on the video tweet. yeah no, All right. there's a follow up tweet that said if you turn it up that's, you can hear the conversation shit's <coughs> not even like a lip reading expert it's actual audio apparently if, I haven't listened to it but if you can you can then, then that's the conversation I had now what I find odd is that Son using that opportunity to broach that subject like they don't spend all day to eat, with he's, each other he's a good soldier he's a good well he's dude. like you know <laughs> if, if you want somebody to do like, do something Obviously, he's just scored the, the goal, yeah. and there everyone's in that stadium. He yeah. can now see the product, yeah. So that's more of an incentive to sign a contract. And Son's like noticed all this. Yeah, yeah. Like, Now's the time to yeah, get yeah. him. Yeah, he's seen his little hairs on the, his little blonde hairs yeah. sticking up the back of his neck and thought, right, get in his ear now. <laughs> right now. You know what I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just... also, you, you 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 approach somebody when they're weakest and emotionally quite weak. <laughs> what, and, what do you mean? Well, yeah, that like, sounds a bit weird. You better. <laughs> yeah. Why? Because obviously, it's like um, if if say for example, if England win the World Cup, the the government should do a um. A, on general election the next day because the feel good. Yeah, yeah. So you get Ericsson, you've just scored a second goal, opening that opening night. Ericsson, how you signed the contract? You'd be like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna fucking sign. Yeah, it. yeah. So you kind of have you ever applied that in your personal life? Like, <laughs> you start, when you get someone when they're at their weakest. No, but not the weakest. But if someone's in, if, vulnerable. You can always suggest things if if your partner's in a good mood. It's always better to suggest it when they're in a good mood. Like what? What? What might you suggest? Like, Ain't all. No, not a fan. No, not a fan. No, no, not really. No, a couple of times. Uh, uh, Given or receive it. <laughs> <laughs> Take it or leave it. Really, isn't it? Um, so uh, Matthew Bayes Smith, he says, if you could re- rewind time and had to do the opening ceremony all over, all over again, what would you do? So this is they had the gospel choir, yeah, which. You know, like you can understand the reasoning for that because it's the riots and whatnot, mm-hmm. and it, there was a big transition in in building the stadium and the area, kind of recovering from that. So you could see the poetry in that. The go compare guy getting to do the closing ceremony and the opening one is beyond excuse. I don't get it. He's a Spurs fan, right? right. He is a Spurs fan, but fine. But he's he's just a so bit what? tacky. <laughs> Even Daddy's Rose face just summed it all yeah, up, didn't it? Absolutely. Just, there's, um, I wouldn't have that guy. It was a bit. You know, and then the American gospel singer who started singing an American accent. I was like, "What? That's that was that was." A step it was a bit. I didn't. I didn't cringy. really enjoy the, the no. opening ceremony, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. I, but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> I thought. It was, I thought the problem was they brought the players out too early. I, I didn't have a problem with the go compare guy. Um, as I think it was you that said a couple of years ago for the opening ceremony, they should just leave us to to do the singing. And I think yes. I think they did try and do that by singing Glory Glory. Um, so I don't think it was the worst thing I've ever seen, but I don't think it was the greatest thing. It was an opening ceremony. They always shit. Yeah, of course. Do you know? Do you know the best bit about the, uh, being there the other, other day was the um, when Spurs their names were being read out, and it weren't they weren't cheering every name, but just singing as the Spurs go marching in as he read the names out. Yep. I thought that was superb. 
I absolutely loved that. That was class. And that, that's what happens when you leave it to organic support. I, I do think they need to turn down their PA system and stop playing fucking pop music while while you're waiting for this game to start. Yeah. It doesn't need fucking pop music to play. Can't Smile Without You, songs like that. That's that's what they should be playing. Yeah. So they, they did it again, didn't they? I was surprised. They, 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 they played that again at the really beginning. They really badly, though, because the match had started. Yeah. <laughs> so, they put it on. so they put on the... Instead of putting Jewel of Fates, they did Can't Smile Without You. But you got about you could just get into the crescendo, the chorus where everyone starts singing, and, and the game kicked off. And just started, <laughs> cut it, cut it. <laughs> it's a bit awkward. Um, so uh, you know, Son scored. Was you happy for it to be Son, or would you, you know, in the ideal world it would have been Kane? Or... I think, as Bardi mentioned earlier, you could really see the players either a bit nervous in front of goal or trying to force the subject to be yeah. Kane. It was it was almost it was really obvious at some point. Like when Rose went through, I think any other game Rose goes through and through and takes a shot. Yeah. But he was trying to find Kane from a ball that probably was never going to find Kane. Yeah. And a few players, they were looking up to find Kane, which is, is it's amazing and, and very romantic of, of them to do that because they yeah. know how much it means to Kane. But it's kind of a detriment to our entire aim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> win I, the game. I think there's one thing with Harry Kane is when he's desperate to score is when he plays at his worst. And I'm kind of happy he didn't he didn't score that first goal, but someone did. So it's not on. There's no pressure on him now for City. When he's under a bit of pressure, like he wants to be the guy that scored the most goals in a league in a calendar year, or mm. he wants to open the scoring, or he's chasing the golden boot. He starts snatching at stuff and taking shots on when he shouldn't be. So I'm kind of happy it wasn't him. Yeah, um, and, and it's great for Son because he just yeah. he seems to love the club so much. He loves playing, and uh, he's having a fairly decent game. Um, there was some debate about how well Rose played. And I thought he had a really good game and said so in the pod. But other people were saying he's not so good. He's playing out of position again. Is there only like another player who kind of gets it as much as he does? I know he did that interview with the Sun, and I know what he said at the time wasn't conducive. But he has since apologised, and people make mistakes and they apologise. But for him to be playing in, he's played in three positions, mm. one of which is natural, or four if you count left back, left back, left wing back, centre defensive midfielder, and then a, a part of a uh, that wide diamond. On the on the left hand side, I just think he just he just gets on with it. He gets on with it. He gets he gets around. He puts tackles in. He he worked quite well with Ben Davies. Ben Davies is we spoke about this on the extra inch this week, last week. That Ben Davies is naturally quite um, a defensive fullback, so it did give us a bit of width where Ben Davies wouldn't normally give us that. Yeah. Uh, did you see Danny Rose's it when he was looking at the go compare guy? Yeah, it's perfect. <laughs> it? Just, just, I think I love Danny Rose, and you know, not for what he's come out and said this week as well, but just We're going to talk every, about everything about him. Um, I, I think he's a fantastic footballer. He, he gets on with his job wherever he's asked to play, and you know, and he is vocal. And you know that that son interview was was untimely, and it, but you know, he was he, right. He was right at the time. He was yeah. he, not what what he's saying. The timing was bad, but he was he had a point in what he was saying. Um, and he obviously has some affection for the club. You can see the way he celebrated when Son scored. Yeah, know. I was about to say that yeah. was lovely, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, and that, that's genuine. He didn't have to do yeah. that. He doesn't have to go down on his knees and, and just his hands in the air. You can tell it means something to him. Someone needs to put together um, a collection of Danny Rose reactions because there's the one where Lamella nutmegs Townsend, which is brilliant. Yeah, and he puts his hands to his mouth. There's the he? one where <laughs> Delhi missed an open goal in Stoke, and he went fucking crazy yeah. at him. Yeah. There's, but there's been a few. I think there's one even against uh, Liverpool. Where um, when Alderweireld knocked in for the own goal, if you, there's a photo of Danny Rose with his head had on his head, looking brilliant. Is there a good one when Delhi scored that goal against Palace? Danny Rose just just loses his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Which everyone would. Like, yeah. yeah. Do you know what, what annoys me about that goal against Palace? 
Ali runs to the sideline. There's some substitutes, and I think it might be Bentaleb. I could be wrong. And they're just like patting him on the back. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, if my mate just scored that goal, I'd be like, yeah. it's like the kind of thing like when you're playing eleven aside or five aside when you were a kid, and someone else on the other team scores that goal, and you just celebrate with him. Yeah. <laughs> That happened a load when we were playing five aside uh, a couple of years ago, and someone was called a screamer, and everyone would be so happy to have seen it. <laughs> Just celebrate. Experience Apart it, from the couple of people, Body would have been one of them. Was scre- yeah. Screaming at the goalkeeper <laughs> for being out of position. <laughs> totally. <laughs> yeah, like give the give the other team nothing. Edward Notwell on Facebook. He says, "How badly do we miss Winks when he when he isn't playing?" I don't think we missed him against Palace. Um, well, when you saw the moment he came on; he was brilliant, and it, um, it, the game changed. He's. Um, He's a great midfielder. He's my most improved player of the year. I think he's been incredible. Born as Sissoko? Can't yeah, be. I think so. Winks is... I mean, Sissoko's played well, but Winks, his step up from just an average squad player who we all thought he'd be to an essential part of our midfield is is incredible. Is he an essential part of our midfield, though, or is that only because we've... Got no else. Oh, yeah, because everyone else is dead, so yeah. Yeah, Winks, <laughs> that, Winks that, helps that, us out. You know, that, that's, uh, I love Winks. Don't get me wrong. I, I think he's a great player. Ticks over nicely. He's gone the ball. He's composed... Um, and he is a, he has been a miss, but I think we have to improve massively in the midfield in the summer, and I think Winks is expendable. Well, be, I know, I know, I think, no, no, no. I, I think as a starting berth... As a starting berth, I'm not saying, like, chuck him off to South End. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, when you said expendable, man, like, you could just, like... Put him down. No, no, no. I mean, like, from the start in 11. Okay. Yeah, I mean, look, if yeah. we, we could... We don't know who we're going to buy, yeah. obviously, but... I, yeah. I think he's good, very good player, he's, and, and he, he can't be our, our starting midfielder throughout the whole season. I think we need to... He's got too many knocks on the ankle now, hasn't he? And, yeah, can you can trust his body over a season? Um, I think he'd be... I think he could be... An, I think he's a first-team player who's quite happily you can probably interchange him. We we definitely need somebody, an alternative, two wings or someone to play alongside him. We've got a pub title, he's put wings down. Fuck's <laughs> 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 that, I'm going to get some tweets about that. <laughs> no, no, I don't, I don't think that's an outrageous statement. I think. No, you should it. have seen his face. <laughs> <laughs> the difference between Winks and Delhi, when, when Delhi plays deeper... He's he's too he's too risky. He Delhi he plays the high risk passes and, oh, slow. and he's, he's much slower than he's much yeah. Which is mm. weird for someone who's so quick and so clever around the box. When he plays deep, he just it, it's not his game. So, it's not. Um, and I said about fifteen times when watching it to the point where I was sitting next to Ross, who comes to the socials, he, and lovely guy. I've sorted him out Palace ticket. Thank you very much, mate. Um, but I kept saying that you've got to, let's let's switch, switch Ericsson and Ali because. Yeah. Ericsson was getting so much uh, Ali was getting so much time on the ball with Ericsson's ability to deliver passes I could just could see it see but it's it. also um, Delhi da- doesn't switch the ball left he's like Zoolander who can only turn one way <laughs> because he's so he's so right footed he will never switch the play and cut up back into his left and switch it to switch the play so it slows us down because he'll wait for the opening to come out on his right foot um, Felix Grawton on Twitter he says if you have a ticket in the south stand should you stand so this is on the back of there being some fallout in the south stand because people, as is the custom in the park lane, were standing and perhaps people that are new to the area were getting very annoyed at people standing in front of them. Um, So I guess the question is, is should the tradition to to stand in the park lane be upheld and people who have bought behind these people have to get get used to it or should everyone sit down, Dave, what do you think? Uh, I, I mean, you can't force people to to stand up. 
because yeah. you know technically the, the stewards are there to tell people to sit down. But I agree. I think you should be like they've they put safe standing in there in case it legally it ever comes in. But yeah. I think that's more of an encouragement as well. Like you can. Yeah. I think you should be standing. I think it should be like Park Lane was. Mm. Uh, as an all standing I don't know why people are trying to there was yeah where my friend was sitting in in that stand that um, there was a bit of friction. handbags and friction and people yeah. saying they want to sit down some people saying they want to stand up and I, I think at least towards the front you should be standing up well, yeah, but the, pro- the problem is is that if you've got now because it's single tier you've got 4,000 people at the front sit standing perhaps and then anyone behind them they've got to yeah. stand as well but I I I think did you stand? No, I was in North Upper. It was never yeah. going to happen. I barely stood for the goal, to be honest. I just looked at it and did a... And then just stopped, because I didn't want to embarrass myself in front of everyone else. No, we did, we did jump around. We did, we did. There was a bit of atmosphere where we were, um, but it was the North Stand, and it was yeah. as you'd imagine it to be. But the Park Lane, that's what the Park Lane is. It's, I, that's the tradition there. And if you don't get it, then you've just got to get on with it and stand up. It's, you, you, you're going to learn now, because these people who go... They feel strongly about it, this. It's stuff. strange because I used to be my season ticket was in the Paxton. Yeah. Um, and then now I've changed to. Because you got Park Lane, Lane yeah. Uh, because it was the, I, I'm in one of the cheaper tickets there. Yeah, right, right. And and my ticket in the Paxton was one of the cheaper ones, and it's been in the family for a long time, so it yeah. had a first choice. Um, yeah. So I went there. So I'm I'm thinking whether people from the Paxton have gone there. Similar reasons for me. I've gone there to be in the atmosphere and stand up. Yeah. yeah. But I think. I wonder if people have gone there to take some of the cheap tickets down at the front. Yeah, there's that as well. And yeah, I think I think David's nailed it that those people in wave one and wave two who were traditionally west and east stand people don't want to pay the extra six seven hundred pounds a year it will cost them. So they've moved where the tickets are a bit cheaper, which is the south stand. And then you've got everybody else that's gone to the south stand because they want atmosphere. And all of a sudden you've got a clash of how people like to watch football. I'm quite lucky. I was blocked two four nine in the south, and everybody around me stood. So, which was great. So yeah. I'm really happy with that. It's yeah. going to be a battle of wills, isn't it? it? Is. I'm two five one. Yeah. So we're, not, we're not far from each other. It's going yeah. to take. It's yeah. going to take a couple of years for it to kind of work out. What? Work it out. And I, I think honestly, the club should do a kind of a swap thing. That if you list your ticket as a possible swap, someone else in the stadium should be able to. You should swap and then pay the difference according to where yeah. you're moving to. Because there will be people who don't want to stand up and are in the South Stand for pricing reasons. Yeah, I and get it. It's going to cause issues. They're, but they're, no one's going to be 100% happy. And then, uh, and I, I believe kind of standing creates atmosphere. You're more inclined to totally. sing. And for a lot of fans, that's really important. But uh, you've got a, a 70-year-old guy who's who norm, normally would have sat in East Stand, but he wanted a ticket for £1,000. He's gone into the South. Yeah. And now... You want to tell a seventy-year-old guy he has to stand because everyone else around him. Something needs to be done. To be yeah, I tell him. These people, <laughs> I tell him. Stand up. You've been stand doing, up, Granddad. You've been doing nothing all day. <laughs> yeah, just watching yeah, TV, mate. Yeah, you've been watching the. You watched the, the, the. What's that fucking? The chase. The chase. That's, this is what your day is. The chase. That. Tipping point. Tipping point. Homes under the hammer. <laughs> Homes under the hammer. Dime with me. That what's that, what's that one where they go bargain hunt? Bargain hunting. That's all. You've fuck. been bargain hunting. All the American listeners are thinking, what the yeah. fuck do they watch over there? <laughs> you've, been, you've been bargain hunting, chasing, <laughs> tip it pointing. Drinking tea. You drink, all you've been doing is drinking tea all day. Going toast. Having and toast with crumpet. Marmite on it. I like a crumpet. And a crumpet. Like cheap Sainsbury's Marmite because yeah. the man's got no money. He's got no money and that's why he's got a cheap ticket and he's 70 years I old. I've got a cheap ticket. Leave me alone. Well, you know, you're not 70 
don't even like Marmite. If you're eating it. Only the cheap stuff, though. Maybe the high-end stuff nice, I just can't afford it. Vegemite. That's what yours is. Yeah, the, um, <laughs> he's like, it doesn't like it. I'm gonna fucking eat it. It's, cheap. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a good source of B12. Mm. Um, yeah, he's hit both hips are gone, knees are gone, can't stand up, but sit somewhere else yeah, or don't come. Don't come. <laughs> Sell your ticket. That's pretty harsh, but it will be, um, it'll be a, a will of a battle of wills. And you know, every time Spurs have ended up trying to get people to sit down, they've lost. Yeah. And with the fact that they're, like you say, standing, the, the safe standing. It does encourage it, mm-hmm. and it's really encouraging to see actually because you do see it. Like the safe standing bars are so obviously there. It's we're just waiting for a change in the law, and then suddenly the whole fucking. Well, just leave you trying to save money. So when the law changes, Future you don't printing. have to put it. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> it's great. But it's great to see. It's yeah. one of the good things yeah. about it. Yeah, and it, and it, yeah, it looks great. It looks. I can't. Yeah, can't wait. Amazing. Um, there was this. Someone made a tweet uh, about. Um, showing Arsenal singing we've got Ozil and Spurs singing we've yeah. got Dele Alli and they, they said your your club versus ours and then obviously you've got you've got them singing it as the game's playing obviously in our true Arsenal fashion pretty muted and the next video is Spurs and it's so fucking loud yeah. it's deafening and it, it was 10 minutes before the game even started oh, really? Warm-up. yeah it's during the warm up it was mate you, tomorrow I can't yeah, yeah you're going to be if nothing else when one of those songs get up, it's just so loud because there's no, it's it's, it's not. You know, like White Hart Lane was open. It's not. It's like the bowl at the top. There's. It looks like the hole is tiny. It's almost like enclosed. It's it's so loud. I want to try. I want to get a seat one day in the north and look back at it to see Mate, see what it well, looks like and what it sounds yeah, like. Yeah, that's why I, I, I'd recommend it. Um, it was. It does look incredible, and the sound it just you can hear it itch in the face when they start singing. There's one part of the pod we did the, the diary pod. Where I'm talking to Ross and they start that chant up mm. and I was like, "We well, just got to listen to this because it's it's incredible." I'm really gutted I'm not going to that tomorrow because it it's going to be it's going to be great till City go free out. <laughs> um, speaking of Urzel, did you uh, you know after they went above us last week, they used comments that saying that, you know about it being better than, than Spurs and Spurs fans are like digging them out saying you're obsessed with us. Same conversations we had about Arsenal when. You know, they would say you're obsessed with us, and it's easy from the position of the fact we're better, even if even if we did, fin- you know, we're below them for a couple mm. of hours. Um, easy to kind of start saying, you know, oh, you're obsessed with us, but they, they should be, they should be saying that it should be important to them. They should be obsessed with your rivals, yeah, exactly. I, I grew up like um, in the 90s, uh, well, I was born in 91, so like when I really got into Spurs, it was late 90s, early 2000s, when Arsenal didn't really give a shit about us yeah you know until we made them until we, yeah yeah it was all united or you yeah. know uh, they and and that was horrible because as a spurs fan you wanted them to give a shit like, give a shit about yeah. us yeah give so now shit. um now they give a shit and we're like oh look they're obsessed it's like you can't win i don't think any spurs fan really looks at it and goes they're obsessed with us they just think i know they say that but i think they just think well how can we get them how mm. can we make them feel a little bit worse which i appreciate also but um, it was funny how, how how big a deal they made it, and then to go and lose to Everton. I mean, Sunday Sunday was a funny one. I know you were like me, Flav. That yeah. I I forgot. Arsenal, I thought Arsenal were playing at four, yeah. and then I saw them. I saw I got a message. They were one 0 down, and me I was too, like, yeah. "Fuck! 
what do I do? Do I tune in to watch it or do I not tune in? And I, I, I didn't. I had this conversation with people on Twitter about whether or not to go in or go or not. And I ended up just in my kitchen doing chores, just, like, just wasting time. I, was, I, was do, I said I was doing a Ben Foster with my milk. I was taking like 10 minutes to pour my milk. Right, so I had the exact same thing. When I saw them go one nil up, uh, one nil down, I thought, and I know this is ridiculous. I know this is ridiculous. It it, because it, I genuinely yeah. don't believe in this shit. But it's true. It's not. <laughs> can't be. It, it there isn't. Be. There aren't. It, there is no something cosmic universe that goes right. If Barty starts watching this, like you, out of the millions of people around the world that. You don't know my power. I, I can know. really fuck myself. No, and it's true. It does, that does happen. <laughs> as soon as you start to watch it. Yeah. I was like, I, know well, I was like that with Liverpool the other night. Yeah, yeah I did yeah, yeah, Liverpool. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and when Liverpool, um, when Fulham equalised against Liverpool a couple of weeks back, yeah, I turned over then I saw it 1-1 I thought right I'll watch the last 10 minutes yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I know it is true <laughs> yeah yeah no, it is, it, I mean it is true and I'm wrong but uh, by, by the same token um, just for my point there is no actual way it can be true although it is 100% the reason <laughs> just, okay alright do you know what I mean it can't be true but, it, but is true. It, it happens every time so there must be something in it it's just one of them things, isn't it? One mystery of the world. So I decided not to watch it as well because I didn't want it to happen. I did actually watch the whole game. Did, but you watched from the start. That's I watched different. from the start. You're allowed. Yeah. Like, the fucking gods go right. You've yeah. invested. Well, I, yeah. I've been back at my mum's for a while and um, her boyfriend is a gooner. Oh. So it was more like just watch. I was watching him. Yeah. To the whole thing. So, How was he? Yeah. And I cheered, obviously. And what? I was like, I was. He was just slumped in his chair, just like. Oh right. Is he yeah, properly just, invested? Yeah, yeah properly invested. It. Yeah, yeah. And. Um, like slumped in his chair just very very quiet he's yeah. like chewing the remote at one stage like, what are you doing and he's like you could, like, you could tell like he was not happy <coughs> uh, I, saw, I saw another tweet about um, are you a proper football fan if you're not if your mood isn't completely influenced by it, your team winning or losing that's true how, 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 how influenced do you get by it Oh, I, I, I fucking do. Like, I don't want to as much as I do these days. Yeah. So, you know, when you're a teenager, you, 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 you your heart's, you, you like, you, you leave your heart's on your sleeve. Yeah. But now I'm 27 and I'm still like, if it's <laughs> the early kickoff and we lose to a game that we're expected to win, yeah. weekend's ruined. Yeah. I'm, 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 I'm telling you, weekend is gone. <laughs> gone. I don't care how, how good my plans were that I was looking forward to, that party that Fuck night, yeah. whatever, gone. I, I, I haven't watched football for five weeks. We haven't won a game for five weeks, and I've been on a total blackout. I don't. I didn't, you mean other football? Other football. I love football, but if Spurs lose, I can't watch any other football. No, nor can I. Absolutely. Like, I've got like people I know. They'll watch like if we're playing early on a Sunday and we get beat, they'll 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 stay in the pub and watch the next game like that. No, no, no. I don't even listen to that. I like I like um, a few rival mix podcasts. You know, that cover all the football over the weekend. Oh yeah, yeah. I won't listen to any. No, of no, no. Yeah. Or match of the day. No, match of the no, day gone. Now. Fuck no, no, no. Day. Like, tell let, let me know who you are if you do watch match of the day because what, what you, do, yeah. Like the only one I can think of is Windy because he wants to get proper analysis. <laughs> yeah. He wants to know what the pundits say. But, and I know this because he used to do a blog and analyse goals scored against us. Not the goals we've scored, yeah. the ones that have scored against us. Did he really? Blog. It was a good blog. Yeah. I don't, well, no, don't stick up for him because you're extra inch boys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have a serious, I'm going to pull him aside at next social. I'm going to have a serious word in his ear. He's, I think he found a niche that no one else wanted. He did. He's good at finding <laughs> it. Uh, he, he was good. It, it, it made sense. It's just, I, like, I remember one of the co- first conversations I had with him. It was like, why do you do this? <laughs> it's like, you feel, something really bad happens to you and then you have to <laughs> like really analyse it. He had little gifts as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he goes to lengths to draw diagrams about how no. we did it wrong. Which is why, you know, most of what he says about football is probably true, but I don't want to believe. Because that's, that's a... And, and, and it's like a path to ruin. You're not, 
I don't know. I mean, he seems fine though. So I don't, you, I don't know. When you record the extra inch, do you have one of them interactive boards where and you press no. it? <laughs> no. I'd love it. You, like you go to Wendy's bedroom and like you got it. one of them boards and like yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd, I reckon. I, reckon, I think it would work on, on a pod. You need a video. I though. think Wind, Wendy's got a Sabuto set in every room of his house. <laughs> <laughs> just <laughs> he sits on the toilet, yeah. doing a little tactical, yeah. just, just, just a triangle, pondering. Yeah, pondering the four 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 two with diamond. Finding the half spaces. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Wendy. Um, is, is it a big big boost to be playing City in a home leg first? Do you think? Because the the rule typically is to play the home leg second. What do you think, Dave? I I do. I think this weird situation of the new stadium, yeah. it is to our benefit to play them because if we go to the if we went to the Etihad and got thumped four yeah. nil, then the atmosphere is going to be shit yeah. at the home yeah. Yeah. No one want to go. Now <laughs> tomorrow we've got a chance to put every like really make a twelfth man of it, put everything we've got as a supporter that we can physically do to help them. Get yeah. a result, which yeah. which is likely to happen. I think. Did you um did you see Sun's comments today? Because you know De Bruyne has said, "Oh, it's just a stadium; it's nothing important." Every everyone has stadiums. Everyone has supporters. Sun has gone. It'd be, yeah, if you've be, if you haven't been playing at home for the last year and a half, you've yeah. been playing away. So for us, it's important. I understand De Bruyne's comments because, like, what, like, what, what's he supposed to be saying? Like, he doesn't say anything positive about Spurs. We're his yeah. enemies. So, what? Like, in this instance, we're, we're the opponents. So, what's he going to say? Like, oh yeah, we, we're intimidated. Or... No, but he just says it's good for them. Good for them. Don't be a dick. Do you think he was a bit? He's of a been dick? a bit of a dick. Yeah, yeah. It's a dick move. Okay. Fair enough. Um, Lamella, Aurier, and Dyer are likely to be out. Lorente returns, so that's every cloud. I mean, Aurier is um, quite a big one because he has been our Champions League fullback. Yeah, his dad passed away, didn't he? Oh, yeah, okay. so it's more personal reasons. Yeah. Um, and but he is a big one. He is, and he's, he's actually, you know, done quite well in the Champions mm-hmm. League. And and it, yeah, he's means, got more experience there, I think. So, um, it means it's Sane versus Trippier again. How did oh, that work out in the last one? There's <laughs> been like four, four horror shows in a row. A fucking Nightmare on Elm Street. Sane is very good, though, to, to Trippier's like, defence. Like yeah. he's playing against a very good player. Yeah, Trippier's in terrible form though, isn't he? and not just like the thing about Trippier is he's always been oh he's got good delivery, but I don't know if you noticed his delivery's been so poor of he, late as he, well. He has, so, the problem is he has six out of tens against average teams, and then like three out of tens against really good teams, isn't it? If yeah. I was Trippier, I would just what, stay back. Just pretend to be injured. Yeah, no, 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 just don't, don't don't cross the halfway line. Just stay back and just be prepared to sprint backwards. I think we we all know it has to be a very good dis- defensive display tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and I think Sissoko, Sissoko will be key because <laughs> the way he looks after Again. Trippier. That's what yeah, <laughs> flat, never quite get over that. Flat back four as well. I think they'll exploit us if we have three at the back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah flat, back flat back four. Flat back four. No, diamond. If I see three at the back tomorrow, I'd be very worried. Yeah, get on the pitch. Yeah, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you I could do a job. Just get on the pitch and throw a bit of gravel down. hundred uh, percent. No one will come near me. There's a, I should tweet that picture that's going around yeah. the photo of a scene group. Yeah. There's a picture of me dressed as an Irish gypsy in front of a skip. I'll tweet it. Wait, tomorrow. Dressed in an Irish gypsy. Luke. I was just out for a wedding. <laughs> in <our> family, right? <laughs> You're standing in front of a, a Donovan skip. A Donovan's and they threatened to sue me. I don't know if Ryan and Donovan listens to this because I know he's a big Spurs fan. But um, they contacted me because it got like uh, I did this video calling out Donald Trump for a fight. Right. Chuck some gravel down, everything. Yeah. It got like ten thousand views in like twenty four hours. On is this on Insta? On um, YouTube and Facebook. Right, right. And uh, somebody tagged some of Donovan's family, right. and they contacted me and was like, "Oh, it's very funny. We've, we keep watching it. It's very funny." 
but you need to take it down because you can't go around saying you're an Irish gypsy and that you own our company. <laughs> no one's going to hire us. <laughs> what was your stick in the video? I was like, I started smashing on it and going, listen to me, you all Donald Trump owned your company, I own this company, just the Joel Donovans, this is mine, this is my company. <laughs> just proper banging on it, headbutting it, everything. So I can now understand why they might have... Yeah, no, but like, you, you can't go around doing that because people are, people are going to see them and be like, don't, don't, don't hire them. Because it, it's, look, a, it's a, you know, it probably gets fly-tipped. Oh, no, no, they probably fly-tip it over the A406 or something. That's amazing, um, I own the company. I own this company! <laughs> don't talk to me, mate! No sharing it! <laughs> That, that's incredible. So, what, what did you have to take it down? Yeah, I had to take it down, and then it got lost on a laptop that broke. Wow. So, but, but I've got the picture. That's all I've got. Of it's it. still yeah. great. It's great, and you're standing in front of it with a slick, like a slick hair. Well, I've got like a tub of cheap gel and just combed <laughs> it forward and like into little. You ever seen um, people do nothing? People, do, people just people do, nothing. do nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, how MC Grinder has his hair? Yeah, yeah. Just that's how down. it slicked down. Like, yeah. It was excellent. Any concerns, everyone? Actually, list five of your concerns about tomorrow. Um, we can do collectively, collectively Sane. Sane is a concern. Yeah, Aguero's fit. Is he? Fuck. Brilliant. Um, De Bruyne. De Bruyne whipping those crosses in. Yeah. Um, my, my, my major concern is that the only time you've seen City fallible this season has been in games that they thought they could walk where the motivation wasn't there. They don't give a shit about the FA Cup. Clearly, they nearly got beat by Swansea. They kind of edged over the line against Brighton. In this game, they want the Champions League. They won the league. They want the Champions League badly. And so the motivation is going to be there. Fuck them. But we're going to be motivated as well. Yeah. Do, do, do you know, I've got this funny feeling. And it's not that something's happening. It's um, I was watching this kind of short YouTube documentary on Porto's um, Champions League win. And yeah. there's a lot of stuff very familiar. Very That makes me think of Tottenham when I see how Porto won it that year with a, uh, an ageing goalkeeper who can make mistakes. Uh, who was that? Uh, Vitor Bahia, the Portuguese yeah. guy, their defence midfield. <laughs> that, never heard. Of, I mean, yeah, yeah, no, no. never heard. Of, did he ever play for Barcelona? It's like a, yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Did, I did. Like, yes, legendary Portuguese goalkeeper. Right. There's a lot of similarities, I think, between that 2004 team and possibly with Spurs. So it gives me a little bit of hope that we can do something. Plus Sissoko helping out um, Trippier and Delhi doing something. Okay. Um, one more thing on on the City game. Did you see that the club of um, they're going to be putting out little bits of plastic on the seats and they're they're going to be creating a tifo before the game? So everyone's got to hold up their plastic, and it's going to spell out to dare is to do, which I'm still really not sure what that means. But you know, it's our motto for hundreds of years, so it gives you it. But uh, yeah, so uh, what's your immediate feeling about having a tifo before a big I game? I don't like it. Yeah. Um, I, I think Are you going to be holding it up. Uh, well, I have to be part. Don't, I, know, yeah, I, know, well, I don't want to be that guy standing there. Like, exactly. Hold up your teeth. And what if I've got like a really important bit? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the top yeah, of the yeah, 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 just as a gypsy. <laughs> just, you're the bit of Owen. You're the only one that has an old album. It's just your face there. Is, is there a way that I can print out that picture of me as a gypsy and we can all stick it and then just a big yeah. tifo of me standing in front of the O'Donovan skit? Because I'm telling you, that happens. City don't want it. That's right. City yeah. don't want it. That's what it should be. That it should be me. It should be a gypsy. Gypsy. You, they don't want it. Yeah, they don't They're want it. Again, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Firstly, what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Secondly, I'm terrified. Um... Yeah, like like to say, if I was there, I, I don't like the idea of it, but I'd, I'd probably just hold it up and get it done with. Yeah. 
You're not, what? You're not going to end it. I, um, I don't want to do it, but I you might succumb will. to peer pressure. These are new, my new neighbours. If they all look at me and judge me, I might succumb to peer yeah. pressure. You could just pretend you don't speak English and don't know what's going on. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got a season, season ticket and everything. <laughs> I just saw, I saw in an interview on Spurs, uh, Spurs' Twitter, they made that little video. Actually, BT, I don't know who it was. But um, this guy's got, he lives in Australia. Yeah, I saw that, yeah. He's got a season ticket. He's got, what? He's got, he lives in Australia. He's got a season, he goes, oh, I live in Australia. I've got a season ticket, though. <laughs> the long commute. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty pretty long. So he goes, I'll oh, just come over, do a couple of weeks, and then go back. So what's he doing with your ticket? Selling it on. Going on the exchange. It. Amazing. All right, that's it for the first half. Uh, plenty more in the second. Here's Windy. Yeah. Windy, about to drop the fucking knowledge, blood. I see you, I've got your back. This is Windy, back with the weekly youth update, looking at our young players and players out on loan. And I'm once again going to focus on our under-18s, who are having a really interesting season. Uh, they had been unbeaten, of course, until last week against Arsenal. They came back with a bang this week, beating Aston Villa 3-2 away. Villa are notoriously one of the tougher fixtures in the under-18 calendar. So a really good result, and not least because at this time of year we tend to play a lot of younger players or fringe players, and that was very much the case here. Some players have been promoted to the under-23s for their match on uh, Monday evening. So this time we had a couple of players filling in who haven't been involved quite so much, and by all accounts it did very well. We also had the returning Troy Parrott, who was straight back on the score sheet. So the goals came from our own goal, Troy Parrott and Maurizio Pochettino, who is one of the aforementioned bit part players, who's now getting a few opportunities. We also had Elliot Thorpe playing, who has barely played this year, as well as Che Cooper. Uh, now, Cooper and Thorpe are both talented attacking midfielders who've had their opportunities somewhat restricted. But as I say, this is the kind of time of year when fringe players get their chances and by all accounts, they've taken them well. We also had Matthew Craig and Terrell Whitaker, under 16 players coming off the bench and getting some decent minutes. Marquez Muir uh, is also... An under-16 who was playing up. He was an unused sub, but good to see him evolved. And Rafferty Pedder came off the bench once again. He's another fringe player who's had very few opportunities. So this is an interesting time of the season. You get to sort of see some of the younger players and start looking at the ones who might be getting a scholarship for next year. So um, well done to the under-18s for a a good win. Uh, As I mentioned, the under-23s are back in action on Monday night. I'll talk about that next week. But the rumour I've heard is that Luke Amos may be involved after, obviously, a lengthy injury. So... Let's hope that's the case. That's it for this week. If you're interested in more young players, follow me on Twitter at WindyCoys. That's Coys for Come On You Spurs. Oh, what? Where are we going now? Yeah, because you uh, Welcome like... back to the second half of the Fighting Cock podcast. Tell, tell the wanking story. Tell the wanking story. Um, so those of you know that are on the, the, the Patreon and in the, the WhatsApp Telegram group yeah. um, will know that I, I've been standing at my mum's recently and I... Um, I decided the other morning I was I was feeling a bit frisky as I woke up, so I thought I'd sort myself out, have a little wank. Yeah, you take responsibility. And, yeah, and uh, I'm into some really filthy stuff at the moment. British, amateur-y, <laughs> kind of like, has to be done on like a cheap camera. <laughs> no, like, no HD shit. Like, 
proper like dirty British coming my cunt kind of stuff <laughs> like proper and I'm, I'm watching it and I'm into double cream pies because one cream pie ain't enough for me and I'm like, Jesus. I know that's proper bad isn't it and um, I'm watching this video and there's no sound coming out my phone I'm thinking what the fuck's wrong with this like why and I'm turning the volume <laughs> full blast it's not coming out I've refreshed the video I thought what's wrong with Pornhub like, what's going on and then, the, whole, the whole website's broken yeah yeah I just kept on refreshing it and like it doesn't it doesn't like start it just goes straight into the filth mm. and um, and then I realised that I was I, I'm in the room directly above the yeah. kitchen and I'm connected to the Bluetooth speaker <laughs> because the, the yeah. day before I was washing up for my mum and listening, listening to music, a bit of music as you do. and my mum was in the kitchen oh, making her so porridge the last we heard of that is that you were too scared to leave your I was I was terrified I couldn't I couldn't leave, like, I was cussing myself for, like, liking such filthy porn. <laughs> my mum's dishwasher's broken at the moment, so I was wishing that I'd like some HD Brazzers porn. And I was like, oh, mum, I was just watching a YouTube Trying tutorial to of a, how to fix your dishwasher, you know? <laughs> uh, but it was, um, it was, it was, uh, right. I just, I went, she didn't so speak to me. So, so I went so downstairs. In the end, I had to. She definitely heard it. A million. And and the, the worst thing is, is you can quite hear through the the uh, the floor. Like, right. So it's thin walls. Kind it's, of thin yeah. Walls. So I could hear that she was in there, like banging about. Like the pots were going louder. And I'm thinking, what's she doing down there? <laughs> oh. And um, you know. so, so, what period to when it happened? So, to when did you leave the room? Uh, about half an hour after. That's not bad. Well, well I just brave. thought, do you know what? I have to do it. You've got to own and it. and um, you have to see your mum eventually. Yeah, and I, I had medication I had to take. So and it was downstairs. So I just, <laughs> you I, you know, I that, yeah. And so I went down, made a cup of tea, and then she just wouldn't look at me. She was like washing up, <laughs> like the same dish for ages. And then she started talking to me about biodegradable tea bags, which oh is a very God. odd off conversation. She's got to start with anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, didn't, don't you think they should start making biodegradable tea bags? I'm going to start buying them if they make them. I'm like, yeah. She's never mentioned anything like. Caring about the environment before, <coughs> um, and um, did you have a conversation? We didn't. We didn't no, know. It was, it was just, it was she didn't just, ask you what she, cream pie is. Uh, she said double. I didn't know they did double. <laughs> uh, um, uh-huh. yeah, you're really getting adventurous, isn't it? Um, <laughs> just, just, uh, just make sure that you're not connected to any Bluetooth speakers when having a wank at your mum's house. So. Yeah, like I think the rule of thumb, like first things, like going incognito. Second, mm. just switch off Bluetooth. Disconnect. Just and the minute you stop being connected to a, 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 a you know now. I just never it's never happened to me <laughs> it's never happened to me either it's because it's an echo dot right and with echo like usually bluetooth speakers you have to turn them on and off yes but the echo dot is always plugged, plugged in, in. Yeah. so if you're close enough to it once you're connected to its bluetooth it just connects yeah so Dave this is the first time you've been on since um, you had uh, some troubles yes yeah and, and uh, I just want to say thank you to everybody as everybody knows Flav uh, dedicated an episode to me which was which was very nice um and since then, I've had, I think, over 500 people wow. um, messaging me over Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. Mm. Um, some people relaying their, their issues and saying, you know, if, uh, and some people just, even just a, 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 hey, how you doing? If you need to speak, you know, we're here for you. Mm. Um, it's overwhelming um, to the point where I, I'm not afraid to say I tried to take my own life a couple of times in the last four months. Yeah. Um, and I've... I'm now getting the right treatment and I have the right diagnosis and but there were times before that that was still hard even after the the shout out in the pod and I would go back and I would read the tweets yeah I had them screenshotted and I would read the tw- if I was having dark thoughts or low thoughts I'd read the tweets and I said this to uh Alex from Bristol I said Flav doesn't realize it but Flav saved my life oh, um and he did because he was calling me and 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 the listeners also the fighting cop 
people, the community, uh, saved my life, and that's not an over exaggeration. Um, and it just, it just, it's a point to prove that there are people out there that feel low, and it's it's so nice to know that you feel loved and you're wanted, um, and just tell people that you love them. Because you know, you know, one of the things that that when when you you've, we've spoken a fair bit about this before now. And you know when people send tweets or whatever and saying like yeah just keep your head up or just put by making that content it it, it generally makes a difference. Whereas from the person sending it, it's like oh, I don't know if this is going to do anything. It generally does. It, it? it generally does. Like I said, I would go through and I would just read the tweets and because when you're low, sometimes you feel like there's no one there for you and there's nothing worth living for. And I would go through and I'd read that and and thank you so much. And tomorrow I'm going to be at the game. Um, and if you see me. Just come over and say hi because I'd love to say thank you or you know just uh, have a little chat and and it's nice to feel wanted in life and I can't thank you enough. I'm now in talks with um, the BBC and a few uh, production companies about a, a mental health podcast and one of the listeners, Joss, mm. who's one of our thirty percenters, has, has, has designed a logo for me which is excellent. And uh, I'm going to really, by sharing my story, I'm hoping that I can help others that yeah. have been in the same situation. As yeah, me. but it's it's out of these these difficult times that sometimes great things happen. Do you know what I mean? A hundred percent. And I'm not gonna if I can just help one person that's feeling because I had so many symptoms that I didn't realise what was were symptoms. Yeah. You know, and um, and which I'm going to reveal all on the podcast. So and it's now understanding what I was diagnosed with and how my brain works. It's it's just it's a massive. It's like a weight off your shoulders, and you're not out of the woods, but you you can understand why you acted some way. Yeah, that's fascinating. Um, but as a comedian, do you, can you use these things? Yeah, I've already I've already started writing. I've I've not really doing many gigs at the moment because I just kind of cleared my diary and I'm only I didn't take any new bookings on, so I just I'm going to do the ones that I already had booked, which is. Actually, this Saturday in Bethnal Green in the Backyard Comedy Club and the 3rd of May in Top Secret Comedy Club, both London dates. So if anyone wants to come down, there you're must be to some. That. You'd listen to this yeah. to live in Bethnal Green. Then. Yeah, Bethnal Green, be. 100%. Saturday, 13th, this Saturday, come down. Um, and I've already started writing jokes about it. Yeah. 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 And often, like, in, in, in comedians often do have struggle with mental health, don't they? It's, like a... it's, it's weird. There's such a. It's, it's a horrible track record of comedians taking their life up mm. to, like, big guys like Robin Williams. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. So. Uh, but yeah, thank you for everyone out there. You, you know, you know who you are, and every uh, I, I can't tell you how much it meant to me in that those dark times. And I'm like I said, I'm not out of the woods yet, so they could come back. So um, and I will always have always have those tweets. So thank you so much. Oh, God bless you, mate. Um, another difficult subject. Danny Rose uh, has come out and said that he can't wait to finish playing football, so he doesn't have to be confronted with racism anymore. Um, and I think the vast majority of Spurs fans that I've listened to or listened to, uh, read tweets by have kind of been in support. But there are some out there that are um, less sympathetic. Mm-hmm. Where, where are you talking at? about this TalkSport guy? You hearing this TalkSport guy? No. I call, there's a guy, a Tottenham fan, called up TalkSport, and um, <clears> I wish we'd listened to it before because I can't really remember exactly what. He, but he was just being a complete utter uh, prick, saying, "Oh." You know he's got enough money to he can he can hire two minders. That's what he said. He's got enough money that he can hire two minders. That if people are racially abusing him, the, the minders can go off and tell the people to shut up or something like that. Completely not getting the point. Yeah, that's like, not the point at all. It doesn't matter how much money he has. Yeah. No human being should be put through any kind of racial abuse or any kind of abuse. Full stop. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think it's so many people out there that are, uh, it's hard to say narrow-minded probably that just think oh because he's got money he d- he shouldn't have problems mm-hmm. or he shouldn't be 
he shouldn't have uh, and he shouldn't have a problem with being abused because he's got enough money to go home, drive his Bentley home, and live in his mansion. That's so beyond the point. It's it's pickheaded and stupid. Buddy, would you if he joined the game? I know that he's not really referring to England as much as he is his international experiences, mm-hmm. but there has been a massive issue. I think it was in League Two, um, where one of the lower leagues where yeah. someone uh, a player was subjected to terrible racism and a geezer actually been arrested over yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, would you, if it had happened in the top flight football with Danny Rose and he just walked off the pitch during the game, how would you, do you think you'd feel about that? No, I, I would fully support that manoeuvre. I think um, we've seen in Serie A there's been situations where teams have walked off and there's been other situations where they, they haven't. I, there, was, I, there was one with Boateng and AC Milan. Um, yeah, yeah, there was at AC Milan. Did they walk off? No, it was it Montari? I think it was maybe Montari right. at uh, AC Milan. Um, I think they did walk off. There was the situation with Moise Keane recently, who yeah. was subjected, him and Matuidi were subjected to racism. They didn't walk off. This is Juve. This was Juve. Yeah, and Bonici came out with some very ill-advised comments, and yeah. so did, uh, the, the, was it the... It was Allegri as well. Allegri. It's, I mean, I would fully support, um, if it was for England, Harry Kane taking the, taking the team off. Or a yeah. player refusing I'd actually, to play. I'd actually have like an immense pride if, if they did because they they would be they'd be they'd probably get banned by FIFA. Yeah, the national team would get banned. They'd probably get banned for representing their country. But sometimes the message is stronger than the punishment. Yeah, I think some of the stuff with Danny Rose is we've seen um, um, opposition fans not being able to see past the shirt that Danny Rose wears, and it's become a kind of Tottenham thing, mm. and it's just a Tottenham player and. Oh, he spends forty-two thousand pounds on a night out. He's literally saying that a, com- a country's been fined yeah, the, the amount that he could spend on a night Dave out. Dave miss- they're missing the point again. Totally focusing the on point. on the subject rather than the actual point of what you're saying. Um, but if he carries on like this, we can replace him with Ryan Sessignon, and he's probably too young to really want to throw his career down the drain. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best, best segue I've ever seen. He's got, he's got legs at work. He's got legs at work and a career that's, that can be held against him. Yeah. Um, so he's been identified as a target. Uh, I mean, this is this this shit winds me again. up. We should have signed him for two million three years ago and trained him up. We're practically getting for two million now. Maybe because he's shit. Um, to be honest, he's, he's shown he's shown moments of, of a good player in the Premier yeah. League. Um, playing in a horrendous villain. Yeah, I think he's got definitely got potential, and I think actually it's probably done us a favour because he's gone. They've gone down. Mm. Like I said, if we bought him in the summer once they got promoted, it would have cost us so much money. Yeah. Yeah. And now we're seeing that he can play at the prem, in the Premier League level, but he's not quite ready yet. Yeah. yeah. So there's a few factors. I, I, I would think, definitely take him. I yeah. Think, yeah. I, I think the, the things that we identified in him a couple of seasons ago are, are still there. Yeah. Pochettino's probably looking and thinking. It doesn't matter about his experiences in the Premier League. In fact, he could probably use that to, to help train him better. But he, he's going to get him into a situation where this guy is a raw talent, rough diamond, as was Deli Ali and, and some of the other players he'd bring up, as Danny Rose was before yeah. he, he Pochettino got hold of him. And he probably sees the same thing in Sessignon, that there's someone that can be moulded. At Palace on Wednesday, um, that Wan-Bissaka is an amazing player. I've refusing to get on the hype train. He's incredible. Very, very, very good. That's the Fucking one I want. Throw yeah. 50 million at him, get him. He's um, amazing. He, uh, he's your right back for the next 10 years. That's the player I want. Because we need a right back every it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's not a secret, is it? And that's the right back I want. Because again, because he's English, are we going to have to pay you that kind of pay charge? It. I think I think we could go big buying a central midfielder and Sissoko play right back. 
I reckon he's probably got it in him. He's, he's definitely got yeah. it in him. He's got everything in him. So apart from finishing. He's a fantastic, he's a fantastic <laughs> player. I can't finish his dinner. Um, I tell you, like, see, this all this shit always happens. This is like, obviously, we're, we're talking about shit that's happened in the news and articles. Andre Gomez has one good game. He's a, he's not been a he's not a bad player though. No, he's no, he's not like player. he's uh, he's not like he's Tom Davies that Everton who's but, sh- shit but just had one good no, game. No, appreciate I appreciate he's a good player. He's, you, there's there's a skill and ability there that's above certainly on the board than most players in the Premier League, yeah. most midfielders, and he does come from Barcelona pedigree. Mm. But. This is definitely written after the game he had against 100%. Arsenal. Just, no, I've heard, I heard the rumor. We've been linked with him for a little while. We, and yesterday I was watching him because I've heard we've been linked with him. Yeah, I was thinking, fucking, this is a good player. And then I had to realise this is was one game. I, I've not seen him play he, thoroughly he, he throughout looked, the season. He looked, he looked great against he did Arsenal. Look good and we were linked with him before he joined Everton. Yeah, yeah. No, I know that. I yeah. understand. No, no, it, but, yeah. but I know this article was linked. Yeah, just yeah, because, totally. Oh just, yeah. There's always been players. Though. But he's better than one young. Yeah, sign him up. I remember, do you remember Wilson Sassios' debut against Arsenal? <laughs> yes. I thought we had signed the best player in the world. Yeah. He was a good player but, for a while. Until 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 brother, and yeah. Brother. yeah, that's going to fuck you up. Like Football yeah. pals into insignificance yeah. when your brother's found in pieces in a suitcase. You know, <laughs> it, that's fact. I know it is facts. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't we all, Yeah, we all know what happened. <laughs> no, we I didn't know yeah. that he was packed into a suitcase. I don't, maybe he wasn't. I <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's you, you have something part of it. Was you part of no, this? I just start, I, There's I, a suitcase behind you. I saw, I, saw, I saw something on the dark web. Yeah, there was... But that... Palacios' first game against Arsenal. Yeah, it was like... Yeah, I thought we had signed the best player in the world. I know exactly what you're going to say. He's, He's crouched, crouched like a panther. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't he? And he just waited. He didn't move. Yeah. And he waited for... I think it was... Was it Fabregas? Or Nasri. Anyway, Nasri tried to take it past him. And he went from crouching position in the middle of the pitch. He made himself tiny. Yeah. And then just burst into this tackle. It, it looked a, like an American... It looked like one of those American footballers who were crouching down. Yeah. And the hut-hut happened. And yeah, it and just then, went for him. Yeah. <laughs> it was brilliant. And then we thought we had an incredible player. We did have a very good player. Like I said, the fucked up shit happens. He like, was a nice man as well. Do you remember when he waited... The story was... Uh, when he found out about his brother, he got found. He found out two o'clock in the morning, and he mm. didn't want to wake Harry Redknapp. That's up. so true. So he yeah. sat down and waited in the lobby, and then said, so, "Look, Harry, I need to leave because they found my brother." He's like, "Fuck you!" Uh, know, yeah, and he man. sat there for three hours. Three yeah. hours, man. Yeah, that's so nice really guy. sad. And he was a great player, but it, things went wrong for him. Oh, bless him. Yeah. Um, awesome. but, so before he probably earned more money than everyone in Honduras for about three years. So yeah. while he, I'm sure he trade all that to have his brother back. Mm. Um, I don't know where I'm going at this point. Uh, it's not a good one at all. Wanyama, Sissoko, Lamella, Enkadu, Vincent Janssen, Fernando Llorente, Dar- Danny Rose, Alverod, Sergio Trippier. They could all be... Uh, Spurs are open to selling any of them. <laughs> There's going to be no one left, man. It's just going to be fucking Harry Kane and Delhi. We don't, we don't want to turn around like that. No, um, because then obviously we need to get that many players in. Back or, in. So that's... Silly, um, but yeah, there will be a clear out in summer. It's clear to see, isn't it? Was, Any of those players would be especially sad to see go. Well, Alderweireld and Rose. Rose, yeah, and Sissoko, I guess. <laughs> Why didn't you say Sissoko? So, so? Oh, I, I would. Okay, well, I wouldn't cry if he left. No, I, I think Sissoko yeah. could stay as as an excellent squad option. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But he's on a big yeah. contract, like big money contract, isn't it? Ninety five grand a week. Shut up! No, he's not on that. That's what he's on, man. That's what my sources tell me. Oh my god! So, you imagine the first six months and believe looking again. That's ninety-five grand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was thinking that it'd be, it's actually quite good for the fighting cock because we haven't had new players to talk about. Do you remember how excited we get when we when we sign players? Yeah, it's we do a whole podcast about them. <laughs> and it's like we've you said something recently in the pod that um, 
just to keep talking about the same fucking players. <laughs> it's like really hard. Same fucking players. There's nothing else. Doesn't what else is there to say about Toby Alderweireld? Doesn't it's gone? Nothing. Unless he fucking does something off off the pitch on the pitch. There's I nothing think, else to say. I think that what we came. The last thing that we said about Alderweireld was, yeah, he was really good before, but now he's like he's just good. Yeah. And that was it. That was our <laughs> that was our take home. I mean, we we haven't had a new player to discuss how they're going to do. We we need to get Priya on. We need to sign someone from Holland and get Priya on. To yeah, there's about. a PSV got a young centre forward. It's banging him in, isn't it? Is he? Yeah. It's got, got a long name. Is this a tip? Is this, this is a tip. Get Priya on. Yeah. Call her up right now. What's his name? Uh, some long name. I'm not even going to begin. Well, I don't so want nice. another striker from Holland ever again. Um, AC Milan is in the mirror. AC Milan will offer Tottenham Hotspur manager. Mauricio Pochettino, £300 million to spend in the summer in an attempt to attract... Why do they keep writing this shit? Like, he doesn't even want to spend the, the £50 million we give him. Milan don't have £300 million anyway. Yeah, uh, but he, he, doesn't, he doesn't even spend the £50 million we have to give him. <laughs> so why does he, what does he want to do with £300 million? They just want to write shit about us and I don't know why. <clears throat> like, he hasn't gone to Man United, which is down the road. Or Real Madrid, several times have been offered him. Like, why he's, definitely he... not going, he's definitely not going to Milan. It's definitely not going to happen. No. Well, what state are financially in Milan? Well, it's just... They've, one, they haven't even got Champions League status um, confirmed, mm. so we don't even know if they're going to be in the Champions League. And two, it's, a, it's not a very good place to be at the moment. They Is can, it? Yeah. It's not great. How about Napoli? How are they, how are they doing? Because they're playing Arsenal this week. Um, Napoli drew on the weekend, which meant Juventus didn't win the league, so the league title goes on for another week. But they're doing okay. Are they second? They're second, but a long way off second, but a long way off the top, but yeah. a long way clear of third. Um, I think for them, their focus is now Europa League, and they, I think they, they should beat Arsenal. They've got, they got the players to do it, and Ancelotti's a proper cup manager, so I, I've got good feelings. What, um, of, um, who like their star players now? Is it still Hamic? And, no, um, Hamzik went to China. they got uh, Milic. Hamzik went, didn't went to that. China, yeah. What? Like their record He's over a really good player. Yeah, he's, he's not even that old. How much did he go for? I don't think it was that. I don't think it was a lot, really. But wages. Yeah, wages. And how old is he? I don't know. Maybe early thirties. Oh right. But so it's still not like. But yeah, but not still. You think like you he could, was a very he, he could be playing in China when he was forty. He scored right? more goals for Napoli than Maradona. He was like the you know like a hero. Yeah. But they've got Insigne. They've got Milic. They've got Mertens. They've got Callejon. They they've got a good team. Mertens. Love Mertens. Yeah, will we get him? Could we get him? He's about 32 now, yeah, but I'd, I'd love him. Fuck him. Um, got soldiers lost in battle. Prequel. I don't know what that means. I mean, I know what prequel means, but, yeah. but I don't know what, <laughs> what... I mean, we haven't done one of these for, for about two months. Anyway, let me just read it and see what happens. <laughs> Dan- Dancing the Storms on Twitter, he says, Lads, I've got a problem. We know how the Champions League will go. Cruise past City, then smash Juve home and away in the semis. Beautiful, and into the final we go. 1st of June, 2019. I see what's happening. Tottenham Hotspur Football Club will be playing the Champions League final in Madrid. I'm a season ticket holder, so I'd like to think I have enough points to get a, t- a, t- a ticket. A couple of days away in Madrid at the start of summer. Too good to turn down right. This is where my problem is. I've already booked my first holiday with my girlfriend in Croatia. Our flights are in the morning of the 2nd of June, day after the final. No flights direct to Madrid. Can't get back to England in time for our flight. Do I sack off the holiday and go to the Champions League final, or do I pass up the opportunity to witness one of Tottenham's greatest ever nights and proceed with my holiday plans? Side note, my ex made me miss the North London derby in 2016, the one where Kane scored the screamer because it was her birthday. We broke up eight, minutes, eight months later. What's this guy's name? Uh, he just dancing in a storms. Dancing Dance. storm, dance in a storms. Dance in a storms. I'll tell you what, when Flav was reading it out, mm. I was expecting the next part to be like, I've booked my wedding. 
right? And I was like, <laughs> well, fair enough. The guy's booked his wedding there. A lot of money to, to rearrange. Yeah. You've booked your first holiday to Croatia with, with your girlfriend. Yeah. Fuck. Well, hang don't, on. Don't. You don't have to say, like, fuck her. <laughs> no, 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 no. You could say... Just say, listen, go down to Thomas Cook and be like, get your balls out and be like, I, I can't go on this holiday. Yeah. Twisted my nut. Need to have an operation. What? Travel insurance. I did it oh, once. Tra- worked. And, um, you did it? Yeah, yeah. Twisted my nut. Is that why you've got a big one? Because of that injury? I was about to say, how do you know about my big one? But I always talk about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> you did look at me like... I was like, was like yeah, how does he... Did, uh, have I got really drunk? Um, it's your first holiday. It's it's crazy. You're not, it's not like you, you've... Uh, you move into Australia or you, you're a wedding day. It's so it's so rearrangeable. Yeah. And if Tottenham gets to the Champions League final, might not happen again in your lifetime. That, that's like the, that's the least rearrangeable yeah, thing. In yeah, your exactly. Life. I'm um, I'm running a marathon the night of the first. Oh, here we June. go. That's that's not rearrangeable. So you're not going, right? That's the night. Well, I'm, you I'm finished. Booked, he would he would run. No, it. no, no. It runs. It starts at half seven at night. It's a night marathon. And I tell you this, <laughs> listeners, I tell you he will run it. He will run it because we met each other on outside Flavs just now. And I said, what are you drinking tomorrow? He goes, I don't know, I've got to go for a run first. And I thought, I don't want to be anywhere near this pizza. What did he say then? And he tried to ask me to go running. <laughs> I was like, anyone has ever seen me? me. You're not with me, don't you? Yeah. Oh, what? <laughs> what are you trying to say? No. Well, you wouldn't run with Dave. Why wouldn't you run with me? <laughs> come on. Huh? What do you mean, come on? What are you saying? I'll run with you, but not on, not on a specific training day. <laughs> you need to keep up with him. Dave, that's a fair assumption, come on. Yeah, well, I'll, I won't keep up with you, but then you booze with me after, innit? I will booze with you, of course. Yeah, but you're not. You're I'm going to have beers. I said, you're not, you're going for a run. He said, I'm, I'm going straight beers. to the stadium because I've got to go for a run. You can have beers in the stadium. And then I said, well, why didn't you just run to the stadium from work? He goes, well, it's not far enough. <laughs> I need to beers. do 12k <laughs> or something. It's not far enough. <laughs> and you can have, you can have then, beers. Then he's trying to get you running. This, oh, like, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. what he was like, he was like, come running with me. This is what it does. It's so good for your health. He's trying to get everyone running. Yeah, yeah. The whole world running. Um, but anyway, yeah, so my marathon is that night. I will cancel my marathon if we get and not go if we get to the final, obviously. There's your answer. Like like David said, um, you can just you just buy a new holiday. Just buy a new holiday because if we get to this, this is likely to be our only shot. And yeah. even if we lose, you need to witness it. Yeah, you cannot... This is one of those things you cannot Just miss. book Croatia another time. Just book yeah. it a week later, two weeks later, yeah, a month exactly, later. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, two days later. Two days later, yeah, yeah. Day. just just another flight, just just, just, just at any time. Just, just keep your hotel. Just don't go for ten days or how? Did he say how long oh, they're going for? Didn't say. But well, she goes, just go, go for eight days instead of ten days or, or she twelve goes, days. She goes and you meet her there. Yeah, yeah, just, for a massage, yeah, yeah. Couple of days of massages. Hundred percent. Buy your run there with her. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, we're gonna do one question because okay. then we're gonna finish running quite long. Uh, Hang on a second, if you went into it. 91 Bolt on Reddit, he says, if you went into football, what hobbies would you make you, would you, would you, would you do a podcast about? It's running. running. 100% running. <laughs> oh, I like to go running sometimes, <laughs> and then sometimes I run, right. and then when I can't be offered to run, I still run. <laughs> I'd like to do um, a great podcast on porn. Discussing porn, discussing... Yeah. One one week do talk about special actresses or then review <laughs> special films. special actresses. Are you doing any uh, double one, cream pie actresses? One one week could you be. could do um, a, a, a topic on double cream pies or. Mm. I, but my problem, my stuff. problem, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not far off doing something like that in terms of like I'm talking to an interview and a couple of people. Yeah. Um, but it, I think you're talking about a podcast that would be. Uh, 
Just saying, what's your favourite ones? What's your favourite <laughs> no, scenes? No, no, Rather than going, you know, is it right? Is there moral, moral problems here? Oh, yeah, no. Social, I, do, I, don't, I don't get involved in social problems. Do you go running before or after <laughs> you watch porn? Um, I'm, I don't know. I'm, but I, uh, another shameless plug, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to do a podcast mental called um, on mental health. <laughs> it's going to be called It's Mental We Don't Talk About Our Health. Nice. And uh, there's going to be four episodes, uh, each dedicated to a different mental health. And uh, we're going to get specialists and people that, that suffer with those mental healths on. Yeah, and uh, should be coming out in the next in you know next couple of months. That's great. Yeah. It's a really good title. Yeah, yeah. So what I mean, like we're going to be doing all we can to help push exactly. it exactly and move it towards uh, where it needs to be and get as much people listening to it as possible. Um, one last question: Football Flags UK, big Spurs fans, well, and if you want to get flags produced for your away games, go to them. Football Flags UK. They've offered to make us a free flag for the socials. Mm. That's why I'm giving them a push. Uh, but yeah, big Spurs fan listen to the pod. So if you want flags, babe, Spurs flags or England, then why don't you use them? It's a really good price as well. Anyway, you have uh, you have a dire choice to make. You have to decide to burn down your own, your parents and your best friend's houses or the new stadium. Evil will burn to the ground, but nobody will be harmed and everything is insured. Which do you choose? Stadium or your own house, your parents' house and your best friend's house? <laughs> Best friend's house all day long because my best friend's a gooner. No, no, you got your all of them. Oh, yours, oh. your parents. Yeah. I thought it was one of those. Nah, or the stadium. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you burn the stadium down. What? But, not, you know, Daniel Levy's got a big insurance markup on that stadium. He'll probably be happy. I'm not sure you would. I'm burning. I'm burning my house and my parents. Yeah, and probably. We waited too long for this. <laughs> I've waited too fucking long. Yeah, well, I'm with you. Yeah. I can live in a hotel for for, yeah. uh, for a couple of months. Sure, yeah, exactly. My dad, sure my dad would just buy another caravan. It's easy. So. <laughs> my, uh, my dad would be all right. He'll go, he'll go to Italy for a bit with a dog. Yeah, my, dad, my best friends will sort themselves. My dad would be pretty peeved because he well he's been he's been doing this house up for forty years. And he's <laughs> finally <laughs> getting to a situation where he's doing the final room down there. <laughs> right, it's taken him forty years to get there. My mum has literally just moved into a new house, so she's gonna be pretty peeved. <laughs> Uh, well, I think he'll learn my, to do it faster next time. Yeah, my best friend's house is pro- I mean, he's probably Ricky and he's got two kids and a missus. Pro- but no one's going to die. They're going to get the money. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're they're right. They're going to live it up in a hotel. I can't go to Wembley again. No, I can't yeah, either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. they're going to, you know, they have insurance. Yeah, you know. well, maybe they don't, but, you know, we're not, I don't want to go back to Wembley. No, we do a crowd, <laughs> we go crowdfunding for them. Yeah. You know, buy Ricky a house. And even if we can't raise the money, we're not going back to Wembley. That's, That's the point. 100%. <laughs> yeah. just, I, I invite my, my dad and all my friends to a restaurant. Um, I'll pay for this, don't worry. Just don't go home. Bring all your valuable photos with you. Just don't yeah. go Ricky would live in a tent if it meant not going back to Wembley. I know I, that for a fact. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'd take the kids to the tent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But this is your new home now, kids. <laughs> <laughs> this uh, two, two birth tent. <laughs> no mortgage, take the insurance money. Yes, exactly. Live in a tent forever. No, no one's going back to Wembley is the answer. No. All right, boys. Thank you so much for coming down. And um, see you at the social next week. Yes. Yeah, I didn't even... Well done. Well done. Um, Man City away. Second leg. We'll always be, be a formality. 4-0. Anyway, so come down and celebrate with us. Uh, first 200 tickets are free. Fightingcock.co.uk forward slash social. If you go now, reserve your ticket. It's completely free. Backed by fans bet. We're also doing an hour with uh, Robbo beforehand where we're just sitting down having a chat with him about everything getting to tell stories it's free so you get to listen to Paul Robinson tell stories you get to watch Spurs beat go through against Man City for free no cost at all unless you're one of you know you're not part of one of the 200 then it's a fiver 
but even that's pretty good. I don't know if they're one of the 200s. They say they've sold out. Once oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, you have to be quick. I'd imagine by the time you've, you've heard this, you're probably too late. Gone. The vast majority will be, but check. And um, and if you're a patron, you get free as well. So, all good. That's excellent. it. Nice one. So we'll see you next week. You yeah, coming see, down yeah, then? Yeah, I'll be there, yeah. And you'll, you'll be there? i go for a run first. But yeah, no. excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well, you could run around the pub. Well. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Me and you go for a run. Oh, because it links to a restaurant next door. Yeah. We could just run around <laughs> our block. You imagine how long they went All out. of us played a big fucking conga <laughs> yeah. running around. No, don't suggest that. <laughs> but we do not want a conga yeah. going through that restaurant. We'll, we'll, never be, we'll never be allowed back there again. Please do not do that. All right, that's it. Podcast Network. Sports Social 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 Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, GEICO can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners' or renters' coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance, and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. Sports Social Podcast Network. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show, and you definitely got tickets. And drinks. Now hurry and make it back to your spot. Pass this person and that person about 20 more. Ooh, watch out for feet. Hey. Just keep going. A little further. Oh, there's your friend. Over here. Right where you want to be. Close enough to see the set list. And they're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. Sports Social Podcast Network. 
Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.